What is up, everybody? Today we're discussing single black women over 40 who are criticized. What? We're going to talk about that and a lot more on Black Hollywood Lives this week. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. Where you gonna run to? Where you gonna run to? Where you gonna run to? All on that day, will I run to the rock? Hey, hey, I'm dancing so much, I want to forget the intro on the show. I'm feeling good right now. I feel like getting out of my seat. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Black Hollywood Lives this week. I'm your host, Daryl Kristen. Joining me today are two beautiful women on my panel. Courtney Stewart. What's up, y'all? And our very special guest, you know this beautiful face, Nikki Michaud in the house. Hello, hello, everybody. Thank you for Welcome. joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. You do. playing I mean, Nina. I know. I know right? She requested us, so I'm glad that she did. We brought it in, and we never played We've never Nina's done Nina Simone. Simone. Like, I know. Ever. Well, you know what? You're right. Wow. I, I thought it would be too slow initially, but she got the remix. Well, see, I got the remix. See, the remix was the jump off. See, that's what we had. So we're going to be talking about your new movie, Low Life, which I'm all about because it's horror. Uh, but first we're going to get into a couple topics that I know you're going to have a couple things to say about, and then we'll go into a nice interview with you at the end of the show. Sounds good. All right. All right. Courtney, what you got we're for us? jump it off, guys. So we've been talking about the kids that were in D.C. and all over the country protesting for their rights to basically be alive and not get shot and be mm-hmm. safe in public. And mm-hmm. um, so California has jumped up and said, you know what, we're going to stand up and be first in line and come up with some sort of innovation idea in terms of how to deal with police and shooting and guns and the situations that we have um, with cops killing black men. Let's just be real. Cops killing black men. So uh, state lawmakers in uh, California announced this week that they have introduced a bill. It's the first of its kind. They introduced it on Monday and basically it is to raise the standard for when officers may Uh. use um, uh, lethal force and open fire on civilians. And uh, according to the current California guidelines, um, a police can open fire when um, reasonable right now. But the law that they want to change it to, to say, they want it to say only when necessary. So basically, the cops are only allowed to shoot if there were no other reasonable alternatives to use of deadly, to the use of deadly force to prevent imminent serious injury or death. So that is the goal of the bill. They've presented it, and they have the support of the ACLU. And the two legislators, Kevin McCarty and Shirley Weber, are leaders behind the bill. They wrote it together. And they're hoping, you know, that it'll get pushed through the assembly and we'll have some new standards for what police are allowed to do in the state of California in terms of their interactions with civilians. But a lot of, obviously, police are pushing back. Sure. Mm. And uh, those that are pushing back are saying basically that the proposal is irresponsible and unworkable. Real, like, dark. Okay, okay. But they say basically that um, those sort of protections are already in place and that cops are told to use deadly force only when necessary already. And they are taught to try to defuse dangerous situations at first whenever possible. And some are concerned that tinkering with the legal protections for police, because if this new standard gets in place, then obviously if there were other options, it could increase the uh, punishment slash, you know, more police might get in trouble for having open fire on civilians. And they're concerned that if we tinker with those legal protections for police, it could make it more difficult to hire officers and be Mm. dangerous because they're going to be more likely to hesitate when confronting an armed suspect. Mm. You know, 
Both sides do have a valid point. I mean, but mm-hmm. on the on the flip side, is see the first thing I thought when you read it was like, well, what is it? Only when necessary. That's what they're changing the wording. Yeah, they want to change the wording. Let me make sure I do it exact. To police may open fire quote only when necessary, rather than when reasonable, which is what's currently on the books. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's still going to come down to the same thing, you know, them defining it as this was necessary. I mean, if you look at the Stephen Clark case, Mm -hmm. there's going to be the same, they're going to explain it the same way. Yeah. I I mean, that's, I don't, I'm not really sure. I'm with you on that. To me, the language is still too general. Mm -hmm. And it's not that much difference from what you already have Mm -hmm. stated. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say it, but I think it has to be a little bit more defined on what that really means. It has to be dissected a little bit more. But don't you think this change needs to come from the police departments? Because something that's imposed upon them is not necessarily going to change the culture from within or or if, have better training or, or the way that they resolve these these issues. Mm-hmm. Because if it if it comes, the legislature, we yeah. legislate, this is what you're going to do. I mean, they still it still has to work on the rank and file. Yeah. It does. I think, because for me, when I read it, like, okay, first I want to say, I applaud the assembly Absolutely. for doing Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. So let me say yeah. that. It's, it's a step. It's a huge yeah, step. I give huge. you applause We're having a dialogue that. about We're that. Dialogue. That's amazing. Talking, That's important. amazing. But um, it's interesting because once you hear the pushback from the other police, um, the police officers and the sheriffs and things, they have a point like they're already taught to de-escalate and all of that and they're obviously fully capable of doing it in other situations so it's obviously not to me that communicates logically that it's not the wording of what the problem is of when they should be allowed to shoot or not to shoot they don't have any issues figuring that out when it's a white man or a white child or whatever so not to that me, white people don't get shot. Not that they don't get shot, saying. but right. they don't seem to have as much of a problem. Right. I should no, say. no, yeah. Um, but so that being said, just changing the language seems like you're attacking the problem that isn't the problem, really. The problem is actually why that perception is different, and how do we shift that perception so that they know to go into the mode of de-escalation as opposed to going right to shooting when right. they encounter other people. And I think that's psychological. I think it has nothing to do with what the law says. Yeah, I mean, the only thing is with the legislation enforcing it, I feel like that is that might scare the cops a little bit more into mm-hmm. to maintaining what this says and, 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 and really doing exactly what it says versus it just being internal. Uh, I, I feel like maybe with the legislation it might... But see, that worries me. Scared cops make me uncomfortable. Yeah, well, I think that's part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, that exactly. we have We have police officers who are in fear of their lives. Right. Because I don't, I mean, I look at the some of the videos and it does, like, for instance, I think of a couple of the, the shootings and I, and I hear this cop pulling trigger and the fear in their voice and it's like, you know, with an unarmed person or a person they think is armed and it just kind of gets, seems to get out of control except for some situations. Right. But um, you know what this reminds me of is there was an article about Chicago mm-hmm. and how the police have some, in certain areas, stopped policing. Yes, stop, Stopped being preventative. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we know that the, how the murders are going there. And that's really my concern is yeah. how do we work in partnership, you know, increase the value of black lives. Yeah. And and still work with the men and women in the police department so that we can have less of this happening. Yeah. 
You know, and I guess that, that, that I love what the California Assembly has done because we can start talking about it. But I still think we have to. I mean, I don't know. Did they work with the police departments on this? Because yeah, that's what I was. It gonna, doesn't appear that, that I didn't, I didn't the see case anything based on, on anything that, that I've read. Yeah, and but then also my thing is like, so it starts in California. So what are they going to like implement it here and hopes that it goes well, and then start to implement it into other cities okay. and states? How's that work? I mean, I'm happy that it's in California. I mean, it needs to be here, right. but there are a lot of states that <laughs> need to. Yeah. have this implemented very yeah. quickly. And, and maybe even though the wording isn't that different from what the police already say, right. but maybe just by stating it and putting yeah. it out there, it can make a person, it can change, say, one life. It may. Maybe. It I, maybe. I you so. never know. What happened to our cameras twice. on the uh, cops? The, I, well, that they we did that. They, supposed to be don't they already have that? that? But they turned them off. They just, isn't the thing with the Stefan case, or was it something else before that he, it was on, but then they turned it off at some point during and it. During so it, yeah. it was a, uh, I, don't th- I don't know if it was that case for so sure, many but cases. there's been so exactly, sad. it constantly comes, but... And I would also, like to see like a real initiative, and I don't know, maybe they are, and I just am not aware of it, um, of them going into neighborhoods and somehow, I don't know, because it's hard to like rebuild the bonds with the communities that yeah, have been harmed this by this thing, but well, I would like to see those young men and women there is on such the police force. An, an, a systemic racist problem in our criminal justice system, and yeah. I think that these deaths... Are, are sort of the the you know what pops up yeah. from it, and the, the thing is, how do we undo? Uh, right. How We're do we so undo? Far in. Yeah. How do you yeah. undo a system that was never meant really to protect the people that are being harmed? That's right true. Now? So I, the only way that I know is to recreate altogether. So I think we got to do some real overhaul in what we think police departments are supposed to be in our neighborhoods and communities, and it ain't gonna be easy, and it ain't gonna be cheap. No. Well, but I like that they are talking about it. Yes. That's the first step. I mean, Talk because at least it, we're, we're not ignoring it. Although it is very interesting the way now the media is depicting uh, St- St- Stefan. You know, yeah. it's like now all of these negative things are coming out about him. And I, I'm, I'm always like the conspiracy theory. I'm like, is it, was it, yeah. is, is, are these things true or are these things it's, due to deflect from the bigger problem? We're humans. We protect ourselves. And they're so. protecting themselves. Like he could have been dangerous. See, look at all the other things he's done in life. Right. And it's just sad. He had two babies. Heart goes out to his family. And his brother has actually been very vocal he about has. everything. Yeah. And he's gone that. to the just, um, town hall meetings. And yeah. he, he had a really interesting interaction on CNN with Don Lemon. Like, he he's, he's out there speaking. So all we can do is keep talking, hopefully. That's and, all we can do. I mean, because I still can't understand why vandalism. I'm sorry. I just... Just leave it right there. I, mean, yeah, I, yeah, listen, yeah, I was gun. waiting for the gun. I'm here. Y'all here. Gun is blazing for vandalism. Okay. Yeah. I mean, right. like, really? Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm with you. I mean, yeah. okay. Exactly. Yeah, we got to okay. set our priorities a little He's bit. He's breaking better. into cars. Right. Go get him. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. See, to me, that'd be like, oh, let's, let's get hit up Dunkin' Donuts first. Yes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, oh, he robbed the car. Oh, okay. We saw him. All right, bro. Like, okay. We got the description. We'll be there, buddy. Right. We'll see you. We'll come for you. We don't have to kill you, though. Right. But, okay. All right. So, well, good luck, Assembly people. Keep yeah. working hard on keep that. Cause good for you. It. Good Thank steps. You. Good steps. All right. Something we don't appreciate <laughs> is media takeout that uh, put a nice little post up on their website uh, this week. And uh, they were kind of shading our uh, former princess of, what was it, hip hop? R&B and hip hop. R&B, hip hop, yeah. Um, Miss Ashanti, guys. So they put a post up on their website. And on the post, the headline read, quote, R&B singer Ashanti. Almost 40. Still no man. And no kids. Damn. What's wrong with her? 
Mind you, I emphasized wow. some of them words because wow. they had capital letters that's on what some they, of that's them. That's how they said they, it, they too. That's how they said it. They, they wanted to they they were were thinking that said. when they put it on there. What's wrong with her? What's wrong with they her? They definitely said it that way. They <laughs> definitely said it that way, and it sparked a lot of debate in black Twitter land <laughs> and all over the website, um, basically kind of going back and forth. Is why, why are they coming for black women like this? And then some people are like, well, she is 40. She ain't had no kids. Blah, blah, so blah, 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 if blah, you blah, don't blah. have kids and you're, you're not a real woman or... For God's sake, you don't have a man. What's wrong with you? No one comes up to a man who's 40, 50, he's single, no kids. No one says, oh, that poor man. No, what's he doing with that, without or kids? what's without, wrong with him? No, what's you, wrong with him? Like, what, you got a problem. Usually what men yes. get is more like, when you gonna, when you going to settle down? Or, when you you know, but like, but it's not mm. even no pressure. It's like, yeah. and, you got plenty of time. They mostly give them high fives. Like, yeah. oh, you Oh, no, really. They're like, oh, okay, you well, getting you it. Know. Stay oh, single yeah. forever. All That's right. what I get. Stay single forever. Yeah, no, I mean, it's the whole, it's a whole, it's a sexist statement, first of all. It's just straight up sexist. It's harsh, man. Okay, but see, let me, let me, let me just be the devil's advocate on this. I'm going to write down what I Technically, no, I'm going to go with the facts. I know what you're going to say. I'm going to start with the facts. There is a a biological clock that is a difference between a man and a woman. So there is going to be more pressure probably on a woman because of kids if she wants to have them. If she wants to have them. If she wants to have them. I mean, the whole point is what's wrong with her? When Nikki turned and put that leg up, too. I was like, (laughs) I was was like, hold on. I'm nervous. No, no, I can have a conversation. (laughs) We don't talk about this before. I know. I I, I started with the facts. Those are facts. If If she wanted a child exactly if she wants I mean the point is let's just stick to what the post said okay okay you know what's wrong with her she hasn't got a kiss and no man as if without kids and a man she you know nothing. true okay yeah, exactly true. I mean and that's and really it's a sickness yes. that has to stop because you have women who are thinking oh what's wrong with me I haven't had kids and they're somehow less than yeah. you know it's it's absurd and it's they just getting in their 30s depressed even though they've depressed. done miraculous things with their education you know, and their careers or they feel like, like they have to choose Why wasn't you, I you feel like you have to choose so you're you're, you're busting your butt at your job or whatever you I have told people that I know, like, hey, you know, if you're going to have kids, just expect it's going to create a change. Like, there's a whole slowdown. When I got pregnant, it was like, stop. Everything just stopped me, especially as an actress. And it's really unfair. And and so it's it's the kind of thing that women shouldn't have to be burdened with. A man's not thinking about this. He's not climbing the corporate ladder thinking, oh, got to slow down and have kids. But a woman is thinking that. And that's why a woman's not going to press, 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 put the foot all the way down on the gas to get to CEO. Because she might be thinking, well, you know, I might want to take some time off for the kids. Because there's no reality there's not that much of reality where she can have both women do and can, but it is, it, all it comes is at a price. absolutely. And that's it's right. unfair because it's, it's a, it's a, it takes two. To make <laughs> yeah. it. I mean, that's true. And it's not, and having a child is not your identity. Having a man, it's not your identity. That's definitely and why true. wouldn't we be more, you're, you're, you know, intelligent brother. Like you were around hardworking women and you know, Come what from have a you. Family and you're of, sort absolutely. of evolved, Sort of man up in here. What do you mean, sort of. So I'm not saying like, what happened? But what he seems I'm really involved. Is, I'm like, wouldn't I mean, that get make credit? you? You looks- get a little, but wouldn't that make you that much more empathetic and stop? I get tired of people falling back on the, the biological cock thing. Okay, because 
the biological clock Yeah, but that's thing, the truth. But it, no, it's not the truth. It's an assumption. So it is an it. assumption that every woman has the same biological clock and that she's going to need to have a child. Just like she said, everybody doesn't want a kid. No, every I'm not, woman I'm not saying that. I'm saying, kid. but if you do want a kid, and you know, at a certain age, you, have, you do have to worry about those things. Or that's all I'm you saying. You have well. to think about them, but you do not have a to be stomped on have to. I, I, for I can't, it. I can't, I can't be faulted I'm, for that. I didn't get the body parts to produce a child. A woman does have to, you know, you make certain choices. I mean, the reason why I have two kids today is because I just made a choice yeah. that I was kids. going to have kids. And I had them young-ish, young, young, not, not, in, not in my 40s, because of that same issue. I mean, the doctors are horrible. You go to the doctor, and you get, your age starts getting up. They're like, oh, well. I, when I yeah. heard 30, she was yeah. like, so you're in a relationship? I was like, 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 what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? It's just, it's just so much pressure. Like, yeah. No, yeah, my sister's 33. She just had her first kid, and she ended at... 31 32 mm-hmm. the doctors start telling her and her husband like hey you know you're you're going to be a what was it the senior age yeah, when you're she's like after 30 you know I'm like, wow, really? but I think, geriatric but, pregnancy we'll see, yeah geriatric yeah. pregnancy yeah. well wait a minute i thought he the senior age i thought senior as in what explain i, I meant geriatric they call actually. it they a call geriatric it senior, pregnancy they call it a geriatric pregnancy so my sister joked that about after 33 geriatric pregnancy yeah they said they told her she should have her kid before 35 my sister's 33 geriatric pregnancy wow they said complications start with after that, they're just all doom and gloom. Damn. Yeah, I was like, wow. I'm like, that's y- I mean, I know women who are mid forties who have. I know women who are mid forties. Look at Janet Jackson. You I know that's different because Janet Jackson. But, but they had, and I read something very recently, and I don't know how fully accurate it is because I haven't seen all the details about it. But the research in terms of women and their ability to procreate and all of that. Um, in terms of the research that gave us this, once you turn 30, you really got to start worrying about it. And after 35, it's like, out. it's really dated information. And it really? was a very, the study that they were all sort of using that went crazy, I think, uh-huh. in the 80s, uh-huh. was based in a very small, like, segment of the population. Yeah. It was not a well-done study at all. And it hasn't been updated in however 40 years. It's another plot. So it could just be <laughs> that, like, we're constantly sitting. And that's not to say, look, I'm not crazy. I recognize that women, you lose your, start to lose uh, right. eggs. Or whatever, yeah. having viable. There's more eggs. complications like, in yeah. the uh, in the the development of the fetus. Yeah. yeah, but there was a the there was an article that was a companion with that that also said that clearly the rates weren't really dropping off from what that particular researcher looked at until 40. Right. So uh, they yeah. had women freaking out by the time they turned 30 and thinking they have to get this done, and it's but just you know, not necessarily the case. What's really sad to me about the article is just the shaming of of black of women. That's that's the part that's really sad. I mean, here. She is a successful woman doing her thing, and to try to shame her yeah. like that publicly. Yeah, I, I mean, mean well, to to play on the other side of the devil's advocate, on the side of of not agreeing with this article is, I I was surprised when I did see it because of the fact that a lot of women now have developed more into their career life. Absolutely. And, and now most women, or I would say not most, I don't have a statistic, but I would say a lot more women are, you know, career or doing like being the VPs and, and executives of companies in their late 30s, early 40s and putting childbearing off until early to, to mid 40s, I would think at this stage. Because, I mean, at least 35 plus. Isn't that kind of a West Coast thing? I think it is a West Coast. I think. Well, I, I think, think it's a coast I, well, thing. coast, east and, and west. west. A coast yeah. thing. Yeah. Okay. Maybe okay. Not yeah. like the middle. Yeah. Of I mean, the, I'm from Ohio, so yeah. I'm sure the majority of probably statistically is still as younger women younger having women, kids. Yeah. If I probably have to guess, but, but not even in the bigger Educated cities. people in general are having children much later. Uh, yeah. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's a norm, and marriage um, rates have fallen 
that's true. black families as well as white across everything the like across the board because marriage is no longer a necessity for you know property ownership right. like, financial stability financial stability right. like those types of things so it's just I don't know I'm like give a girl a break like you don't know her story for real like you don't shame know what she's been shame on you for shaming through, her right. like and who I she's mean, had to deal with or how she came out of it and to be like oh girl what's wrong with you like that's maybe just, she tried to get pregnant who knows she might have well, lost the no baby well they have no yeah, idea they have no idea she could have I mean, like lost several I mean that yeah. actually exactly. that happens. it could be that, that could it be. could yeah. be that and that or maybe after that relationship with Nelly she's like I don't want no damn kids you know or another man. Hot in here. Thank you for it's my hot here. very much. And, you know, give her a break, guys. Give her Stop a break. being so harsh. Don't but be so harsh. Before we move on to our next topic, we're mm-hmm. talking about women and women's issues and things we like to talk about. Uh, there is a podcast that you guys should also check out that, you know, kind of is like girls' time and you get to chat and learn a lot about health, beauty, body, everything you can oh, imagine. I like that. And it's the Conversations with Maria Menounos podcast edition. It's hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and it Maria Menounos, because it's Maria Menounos Conversations. Uh, and it drops every Friday on iTunes, guys. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews, along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of your life. From health mm. and wellness to career, relationships, finances, she talks about it all. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos, because it's free. And information is power, and you will learn a lot of stuff. And it's a fun show. With Maria. It's it a sounds fun good. Show. It's a great it show. Good. It's a great, great show. show. He shows up on it sometimes. I do show up on it sometimes yeah. uh, to give that black male perspective. Because it's always we needed. need the black needed. male perspective always all needed. the time. You, know, always. you always need our perspective, we love right? It. Always, right. always. Exactly. All right, we're gonna move on to our ER Web Story Spotlight of the Week. Spotlight of the week. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of black, uh, blackish, the show. I'm sure you love the show. Yes. And we've seen yes. it's been come and a grown-ish. huge success and grownish. Yes. Uh, ABC, a, a hit show for them. Um, obviously, starring Anthony Anderson and Tracy mm-hmm. Ellis Ross, and doing really well. Jennifer Lewis, who we love, go Jennifer. Uh, well, this has gotten in the news this week. Kenya Barris, who is the creator of Blackish, mm-hmm. um, he is leaving the show. Uh, oh. the, the rumor is, is out there that because he's having a creative uh, dispute with ABC about some episodes. And I know that I heard a rumor even about there was a couple episodes that didn't air this yeah, year. Yeah, there was definitely one oh, that didn't air uh, about. It was based on the NFL, NFL kneeling, kneeling. Yep. controversy. Oh. Yeah. And it, it was supposed to, it was shot in like November. November, and yeah. And then it didn't, they didn't they air it. decided yeah. not to air it. They aired a rerun. I don't know if that has anything to do with, with this, uh, but I would probably yeah, guess I'm and say that I'm sure it does. Wow. Um, so he is apparently being uh, being kind of solicited by Netflix to possibly go over there, which seems to have so some great Where Shonda ended up, guys. That's where Shonda ended up. What do you guys think about him leaving Blackish, and do you think that the show will suffer by him leaving? Because we also had, you know, look at like Marbock Akil, who left being Mary Jane, and, and, the, show and, and the show suffered. So, do you think it will suffer in this regard as well? Well, it's kind I of mean, tricky. It's tricky. Yeah. I mean, because you have a staff. Yeah. And the show's been on how many years? It's four, four or five. It's a lot of years, yeah. a solid cast. I mean, you hate to think that, you know, I mean, although I'm sure he's had a tremendous. Influence, you'd hate. I'd hate to see it all just yeah. not be as great. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I think it's a great show. Yeah, and I would love it to still be a great show if, if he chooses to go elsewhere. But I didn't know. So if he chooses to go elsewhere, they're going to keep the show, though. They're keeping yeah, the show. I'm sure. I'm sure they'll just yeah. bring in another, another showrunner. Show yeah. yeah. It's kind of hard. Kinda, because I mean, you know, it's very, it's very 
uh, specific it's in terms specific. of how it deals with things. Yeah. So yeah. yes, it's a great comedy, but it's not just like, oh, this is a great comedy. We can bring in another comedy showrunner because yeah. I'm sure if they're having finance, uh, creative differences, yeah. he's probably been pushing for, for a lot of things, things right. to happen. Right. Right. He'll get some. He doesn't yep. get them all. I and mean, the fact the that he's pushing is, is probably why. Black exactly. <laughs> I mean, they should have known where he was coming from. Exactly. Right. But that, that's what worries me. Is that that's interesting? Yeah. I, well, you know, it's also when you when he, since he created it. You also, know. you have to. Sorry, I, no, no, good. No, also since since he's leaving over these creative differences, if let's just say it is around the NFL, does a new person come in and feel shackled? Yeah, right. exactly. You know that Which they have say to sort of toe the party line. The exactly. I mean, so. Yeah, I mean, it's concerning. Yeah, it is yeah. concerning. I mean, but the thing is, is the show's running. They're not going to take the show off. I mean, oh, it'll you know. definitely stay as long as it's getting renamed. I'm just interested to see how much of the format of the show will change that like, we'll be able to tell. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? You know what it makes me think about? Um, two and a Half Men. Yeah. When Charlie Sheen left, yeah. and they tried so hard. They did. Mm-hmm. But it did last a while with Ashton but, but Kutcher. It was, it, never good, it, was it, never it was never the same. It was never the same. And it I love good. Ashton. It'll last. But it I mean, was never the same. It was yeah. never the same. I mean, it's Charlie like, Sheen was Two and a Half Men with... Yeah. with um, so sometimes you never John know Clark. what the magic ingredient is. You You're right. Until, mm, it, until it's gone. It up. But yeah. it makes me curious about what's happening at ABC. Because there is a shake-up, There was a quote that Shonda made. Oh, gosh. I wish I remember exactly what it was. But... It, people were kind of going in on Twitter like, is she shading ABC? Like, she oh, kind of alluded to did, yeah. some issues behind really? the scenes with execs, like, what have you. And it's kind of interesting that now mm. the same sort of vibe is coming from Kenya. So I'm curious mm. what's happening over at ABC. Right I would also now. be curious to know, which we'll probably never find out, but the executives that they are having creative differences with, are they white execs or black execs? Oh, and there was a debate online today about Listen because the there's a black, black woman, woman. Yeah. Yes. that and she because there's a debate about Roseanne because Roseanne this oh, week yeah. I haven't mm. seen the episode I haven't seen yet, this week's episode but, but I guess they took digs at Blackish and Fresh Off the Boat yeah. on oh, the episode so some people are really upset and they're kind of talking about how why it wasn't necessary and whatever but oh. that being said people were arguing mm-hmm. like but a black woman greenlit and everything about Roseanne what do you want them to do her, plug a like, show on another network yeah I mean because if, yeah. I mean isn't Roseanne supposed to be like a Trump supporter? Yes. She is. So, she so is. of course, she is in life yeah. and so it would the make show. sense. So it makes sense that those are the shows she'd sure. pick at yeah, and like sure. pick at our shows. Make them go tune Make in. them go yeah. look at I mean, I don't know. I see. Yeah, I see. I mean, both it's, it's, smart, it's, it's smart cross marketing. And sure. Wanda yeah. Sykes yeah. is the head writer or EP or something on Roseanne. So, oh, see, I didn't yes. know that. Oh, but, yeah. really? That's. I didn't know that. But then people were coming for Wanda Sykes saying she ain't never really been for the people. So that's another whole thing that it's I mean, but what makes you for the people? I don't know. I mean, what makes you have to march every every protest to be for the people? I mean. That's what I want to know. If the police pull you over, they know you for the people. They know you black. You for the people. You for the people. Don't say that phrase anymore. I don't like that phrase at all. But I've heard that about other people. And I just want to know, what does that mean? Is it because you're not as in the public side vocal you know I don't know that but maybe it's just creatively they feel like she hasn't pushed her blackness as much as some others what but everybody gotta walk their own path and how have been wearing so an afro before yeah, everybody like, was going she, to Wakanda she's been wearing an afro you know, for a minute I mean yeah, yeah, she has and I even on know. the show uh, with with um, from 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 Curb. Seinfeld Curb uh, Enthusiasm no what was the the Julia Dreyfus, the yes. show she had that v- Wanda was on. No, the one before the comedy. Oh, like uh, uh, the, oh, um, it was what the adventures called? of Wanda, old Wanda, Christine. Yeah, old Christine. Oh, the old Christine. Wanda, right. I remember seeing several episodes where you she definitely 
you knew she was black. You know, she was. She I'm sorry, you still promote her blackness. You know, these are the silly things that happen amongst our people. I mean, I mean you I don't know. hear about That's white people saying. talking I about. Know, oh, you know what? He's not really for white people. Yeah, I mean, I really, we, we do get on this ourselves. It's like way the, too the much. silliest yeah. shaming each other. We do it's shame true. each other. I say we shame each other more than others do. I mean, it's just the way we are towards each other. We're hard. We have stop, guys. You're right. Stop. We brainwash. No more shaming. No more shaming. Shout out to Wanda Sykes. Good job on Roseanne. Job. So far, I know. <laughs> Listen, what I've seen so far, you got that check. We're good for Get me. that check. My mom likes Roseanne. <laughs> I mean, you know, Roseanne is. I was into it. She, the know. first two. I was just so. confused because the season finale, when they ended off before, okay, Dan was dead. Okay, then, Roseanne television. Yeah, Dan died, and now he's alive. That nobody cares. But I'm just saying, like, how is nobody it? Nobody okay. cares. He went into cryo. Yeah. They, they unfroze him, him, and yeah, he's I mean, back. And it was sleep apnea. They just thought it was like, it was the healthcare plan like, that Trump supported yeah. that, that right. brought him yeah. back. Exactly, that brought him there back. Exactly. Actually, That's it was right. Obamacare. Now they're confused. Like, wait, but we love Trump, but Obamacare saved our lives. Right. Exactly. All right. So no, no, that's the American healthcare plan. That's not Obamacare. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Isn't it? Nobody knows. Nobody but knows. It's the same thing. Same plan. Same plan. All right, well, we got to. <laughs> this also made the news. This is our last story before we get into interviewing Nikki. But uh, for the first time in history, the American studio, uh, an American studio is partnering with a Nigerian studio. So Whoa. Sony Pictures TV will co develop a project with Ebony Life TV, wow. one of the biggest TV networks in Africa. So they're developing a female series inspired by the 19th century all female military troop who fought against the French. So this is like an epic Whoa. historic moment, and it's, it was just announced. This. We got to give them claps and kudos yes. as we, you know, are talking about promoting, you that know, our, our African not Americans to be confused and with African. the movie that uh, Viola and Lupita are doing. It's about the same female, all female military, right. but they're doing it from like a, a mother different daughter perspective. perspective. Yeah, yeah. probably be four more. That's how so, you yeah. do it, Hollywood. Yeah. Beat that's, that's true. You're Beat right the Hollywood that. They were like, "Ooh, the Dora Milaje. That's like a whole thing. We gonna make so much money off this. Now y'all care." Right. It's like, well, now, hey, that's how I am mad. I am mad. Black Please, female 300. So, I'm, I mean, up. right? Thank you. <laughs> like, they haven't given a lot of information about it quite yet. I mean, because I think it's still kind of very much yes. in the development stage, but I'm excited yeah. for this project. I can't wait for some exciting. chocolate, ball headed women to run around killing all y'all. Exactly. But wait, but wait, but hold on. I thought these are real. This is a real. It was real. It was real. Because you're referring it to the Black Panther thing. Well, that was based, but it was based on that. Gotcha. I was trying to. Did you know Wakanda is yeah. not a real place? Wakanda is not a real place. <laughs> but in my soul, I in my spirit, in the spirit. I all right, well, congratulations. Well, first of all, congratulations, Sony Pictures, for taking that, that, yeah, taking that, leap. that leap. You know, yeah. and this also, you know, with the success of this, this will open up opportunities for other African countries or African companies to come play. Hear that uh, Black Panther has broken another yes, record. It did. They're the yeah. first film to open in Saudi Arabia in 35 years. Oh, see, I didn't even hear that. I didn't know that. They're, the Saudi Arabia has had a ban on cinema for 35 years. They're going to now start showing movies, and the first movie they will show is wow, Black Panther. Wow, that's awesome. I wow. mean, how crazy is that? I mean, yes. How setting, crazy is that? It's setting Go time. Chadwick. Ha <laughs> Go Chadwick. It. I love it. it. Listen, you guys are doing it big with that. I, so. I love it, yeah. they're about to pass Titanic as the are uh, they? Most, really? Uh, most money made in really? whatever. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Titanic I stopped, was I number four. It was number four, So yeah. now they're about to I stopped pass checking Titanic all the numbers. Again. It was all just like, it's mind-blowing. Now, my question real quick before we get to you, Nikki, is that do they get... Uh, the actors getting a little bit of the uh, 
you know, back end money since it's so successful? Or do they get to renegotiate as an actor? Mm, I know there's no renegotiating. Um, Well, I mean... Or you renegotiate it for the next film? You're like, listen, you know... Listen, you know, I don't know because Marvel already knows they're going to make a lot of money. Yeah. So I don't know how much how much residuals you get to have and I have no idea. Okay. I have no clue. Okay. So I'm very it's curious yeah. to each deal. Right. Yeah, so, so person yeah. to person, you know, maybe maybe you had two lines, I don't know. Right. I hope Chadwick at least got like a point on the back end. Something. Something. <laughs> like, I don't like this know. But I bet you he's going to get a point on every movie from here. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Like, he and he's going to be cashing in for quite some time. As That's should. right. And maybe as you'll be working with Chadwick someday soon. I so, hope so. Let's tell, let's My Lincoln Heights buddy. Your Lincoln Heights buddy. That's right. Let's tell, talk about your new movie. Yes. Low Life. Yeah, yeah. Like yes. I was saying, I am a horror buff. All right. So I am all about that thriller horror type of film. So okay. I read a little bit about this. Describe the film to the crowd. Well, basically, it's an organ harvesting caper that goes wrong. Yes. So I gave my daughter up uh, many, many moons ago when I was an addict. And now she's all grown up. And I'd like to buy her kidney to save my alcoholic husband. Hmm. Now, I find out when I try to buy her kidney that I actually put her in this sort of sex trafficking organ harvesting thing. And I try to go get her out. So I team up with a Mexican wrestler, luchador, and an ex-con who just got out of jail, grabbed my shotgun. And comedy ensues. Wow. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, it's different. It's definitely that's different. Wild. That's wild. I mean, that's, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh, I, I got a lot of visuals in my head. So I'm like, the shotgun. You right. gotta mm-hmm. go rescue. It's like mm-hmm. uh, Taken meets. Yeah. They're uh, calling it uh, Breaking Bad meets Pulp Fiction. Oh. Uh, yeah, I did see the Pulp Fiction. Yes, yeah. yes. So is, yes. It like, is it one of those things that's going to keep us on the edge of our feet the Oh, absolutely. Time? You know, when I read the script, I was like literally like, like, oh my God, what's going to happen next? Like, it's such a page turner. And uh, yeah, yeah. So sitting on the edge of your seat because you're not going to read it. Gonna, yeah. You're um, gonna. No, you're going to, because you're never going to know what's going to happen. I mean, it, it completely catches you off guard. And yeah. it's it's really solid. It's a good story. Mm. Okay, I'm excited. How much were you it's fun. getting to do like stunts and physical? No, I just shoot guns. You just shoot the guns. I just shoot guns. And, yeah. and did you, um, you, did you prep for that? Oh, wait, I had some fights. You got in some fights? I got some fights. Oh, yeah, I got some training. fights. Well, we didn't. I didn't do gun training on this one because I worked on a film with the director before where I did. I shot like a bunch of guns. Okay. So I did gun training there. Okay. So I was kind of so already was ready. ready. Kind of, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. So this one I only have a shotgun. The one before I had a, a nine millimeter shotgun and M sixteen. Oh yeah! Wow. Sixteen. Yeah. Good Were you inspired by anybody to with your character creation and like? Did you look at somebody and say, "I kind of want to build this around Channel. this"? No, not really. Not for this one because honestly, um, the character's so unique. Yeah, it's so unique. And to, I'm just gonna be frank with you. Normally, when you get um, a movie like Low Life and that kind of character, normally they would hire you know Frances McDormand or some white woman. Mm-hmm. Normally, I wouldn't get a character that's so well rounded like that. Yeah. So, um, in terms of in the in the black world there was nothing really to reference so I I just created I just created based on what was on the page I love that yeah and it was fun and and, and Ryan and I we've worked together for a while so I had a lot of freedom yeah so and I felt and also not only was he was he cool but I had a lot I had a lot of confidence like oh, I'm gonna try this I'm gonna try that, that, that you know because I knew um, I could I, whatever if I ever went too far he would let me know okay so it's like safe space I like that I like when you can play around a little bit. Like to play. No, I love to play, especially when a movie like this, because it's a bit, um, you know, it wasn't something we had seen before. I mean, when's the last time you you, you, sold, you tried to buy your daughter's kidney and then you had to go rescue her? Yeah, right? I can't, yeah, I'm trying to I think. I mean, you know, people no, like, really? could you relate? I'm like, yeah. 
Because last week... Yeah. Maybe when I watched <laughs> Law and Order. Something. Right. Like an old right. episode. Something. something. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. SVU moment. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And... Now, we obviously had a place we talked about Black Panther. We saw Get Out have a very successful year. We yes. see Netflix and all these different places yes. that are really starting to... Or seemingly investing in African-American content and culture. Uh, do you think that... You've, you've been in this industry for a while. Have you? Yes. Are you really starting to see the change? Do you feel like there are more roles now for African American women that are leading roles that are like you? Like this is an action role, like a yes. thriller. Mm-hmm. You know, or, are you starting to see that really happen, or is it still? You know, the past light? this year, the past couple of months, there have been a lot of projects with leading with 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 black women who I know and love that are going to be coming on TV in the fall. So big big difference. I mean it's it's been amazing. I mean some amazing actors and Latino actors who've been playing like number 3, number 4 like kind of in yeah. the uh, great supporting cast, you know, you've been seeing their faces and now they're actually headlining their own shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge difference. Um certainly I have seen more opportunities for myself. It's fresh. So, you know, I'd like to talk about this again next, next year. year. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like next yeah. year. Let's talk about it next year and then yeah. the year after that. Because, you know, you have these windows and it opens up and then it closes. And sometimes, remember the last time they talked about it and they're like, oh, there's too many black people. Too yeah. many black right. shows on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it, it just kind of goes. They were Uh-oh. completely gone. Oops. Sorry. That's okay. That, that was just the microphone. Sorry. That's okay. Just, that's just okay. the microphone. She got excited. <laughs> 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 they take that, it back. See, it's all that action from yeah. low life. You know, just slapping up some folks. You know, because they let you in and then they like, you know, they start to take it back. So I'm hoping that th- this can be a part of some real change. Yeah, this may be a little redundant, but in terms of inclusion, mm-hmm. we're always kind of talking about you know ethnic profile and that kind of thing. Do you feel it in terms of age and ageism and how that sort of women sort of get counted out much mm-hmm. faster in Hollywood and much earlier? But hasn't in that, I feel like that's changed? Do you feel like you see well, that kind of changing, Again, shifting a little? Well, no? I mean, the past couple months have been good. Okay, but it's only three months. Okay. I mean, okay. I'm just being real. Yeah. It's only three months. I mean, I'm I'm having I'm seeing uh, there are a lot more women directors that are getting a shot, but let's we have to con- we have a long way to go. Long I mean, you have to, to understand. I've been working in this business over 25 years. I can count the number of female directors that I've worked with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like less than five or yeah. something. You know, I, was, I mean, I didn't even think it was, was going to be five, that many. No, I wasn't. I'm not sure. I got to five. Yeah. But I'm just saying. So we have a. I mean, we're half the population. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and don't. And then there are many other positions behind the camera. So it's still we still have some some work to do, but again we're talking about it. Yeah. Some people are getting hired. Some people are doing things about it. So I have high hopes, mm-hmm. but I think we let before we break out, you know, the confetti. Yeah. Yeah. Let's give it another year. Yeah. And and see how it, how it goes. Yeah. I think uh, Anthony from the booth has a question for you as well. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually uh, taking it back to the film itself. Uh, I remember reading about this film a while ago, and I read a review on it, and uh, it's been on my radar ever since. So it's like really awesome to have you on the show, by the way. Um, Thank you. I just wanted to ask. Um, so this film involves luchadors. Yeah. It involves a uh, corrupt ICE agent. It involves yes. immigration. It involves um, organ organ harvesting, prostitution, and very grim violence. Um, so pretty much I want to ask, like, uh, I feel like, uh, like to you, what is the film trying to say when it touches upon or pertaining to the prominent, uh, anti-immigration sentiment that is going around in our country? Because it is, it is very prominent that there is a Mexican, uh, culture influence on here as well. Yes. And, um, is there also an anti, uh, Trump sentiment as well? Because you can see the character of Teddy being sort of like Trump Mm -hmm. and also has to do with the moralities of these characters where... They're pushed to the brink of their own moralities, but yes. at the same time, because of the corrupt uh, nature that in which they live in, yes. um, they're still able to find hope. So is that like a message of saying 
possibly like although we do live in this society where we have this man in chief who's so against us at this moment right now in time there is still hope is that uh, can you touch upon that a bit well i mean first of all we we shot this movie in january 2016 uh trump had not been elected so what we were talking about i mean a lot of people didn't know what ice was we were talking about it, but there there is sex trafficking. There are black market black market black market organ harvesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we were we were kind of lifting up the corner of the lid on some of these issues. You know, um, the filmmakers had a had a love for the luchador culture, yeah. And so they want like they just thought it would be cool. Like how cool would it be to have a luchador movie? I mean, it's yeah. it's yeah. awesome, and he speaks Spanish. You know, so we have it, there's a, a third of the movie is in Spanish, and it's really wanted to highlight these issues, but still present it in a way that's um, um, let's say accessible, you know, if we never, ever, ever, ever thought Trump was going to be elected. Yeah. You know, they're calling this the first Trump era movie. Um, and it just sort of, we just were talking about these issues because they were already there. Yeah. yeah. And and then, you know, and, and there's, it's not really a mistake that Trump got elected because these, these kind of things were going on, this sort of anti-immigration Yeah thing you know and also people being dismissed and low life is about people who are the main characters or people who have been dismissed and they're on their own road for redemption i guess if i were to say there's a message in the movie it definitely is about no matter how far down you go you can call your way back Mm. because these characters i mean they, they things could not get worse for these characters and each one of them find a way to crawl claw their way back and i think that that's there's hope in that yeah I think people want hope. <laughs> like, yeah. That's all we got. Every day, honey. Yeah. That's all we got. Yeah, well, because the, the news is like, yeesh. I, don't, I try not to watch it the anymore. The news, you walk outside, like, go anywhere you go at this point, you're just like, you can't, you can't, you can't watch can't too much, but you got to take a break. You got to take a break. Like, you can take a break from Stacey Dash, because I was listening to something she was saying the other day. I was like, you know, I just, for some reason, I wanted to just see what she had to say. And after about three minutes, I realized it was the same thing I knew she was going to say, the nonsense. So I had to walk away from the TV. So, well, I mean, you know, but everybody has mm-hmm. their role. Stacy has her role, you know. Hey, she gets paid, right? Anymore. She gets paid. Yeah. There you go. She gets paid. Time. Now, I know you're also the ambassador for Oxfam. Yes. So tell us about yes. that. Um, I have been working with Oxfam a little while ago now um, as one of the sisters on the planet, basically just trying to raise awareness to women's and women's issues, you know, in different communities across across the globe. So what we do, like I specifically went on a trip to Cambodia mm. where we met with the farmers and, and different women and kind of talked to them about their financing and sustainable farming efforts because the whole point is – Women are really, we feel, the corner of society. They're, they're the corner of the households. A lot of women are managing the money. They're raising the children. They're deciding where the education is happening. Um, and if you support the women, if you educate the women and give them something to stand on, you can lift the whole culture. Yeah. And so, that, that's so, and so by raising the value of women across the globe. I mean, I think it co- it's interesting because, you know, now in the United States, we've got this Me Too movement. Yeah. And so many women are speaking out. And we realize it's there's this level of second-class citizenship as being a woman where you are, you know, you're behaving a certain way so you can keep your job. Yeah. Or you're letting people do things to you, you know, by choice or not, that are sort of like become this sort of norm. Like where people say, well, she shouldn't address like that. Because yeah. we've sort of accepted that that's, you know, what we do. And even to be shamed and you don't have a child. Because women have to be valued more, yeah. you know, as a, as a true equal. Now, we're lucky in this country compared to places like, you know, Zimbabwe, where I worked, uh, I worked a little bit in an orphanage there, or what's going on in Cambodia. But 
Um, you know, we, we have a lot going on here that's, that's so much better for us, but our job in these, in these Western countries is to be a voice for these women who don't have access to education, who, who don't have a right to own property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if they, the culture, those cultures can't elevate, they can't move up if, if the women don't move up. That's true. Well, just saying, just saying. I'm just saying. Look, I feel you. Y'all take volunteers. There you go. Now, I feel you. I mean, you know, we've, we've talked about it. It seems like the theme today has been a lot of change. So hopefully all these changes, whether it's the entertainment business, whether it's what you're talking about right now, or even just uh, the shaming of women, you know, hopefully yeah. that, that will all start to well, change. Well, change is constant. So, you know, and that's the beautiful thing. I mean, one of the, the interesting thing about, you know, all of the, um, what we see with the police Mm-hmm. And the women, I mean, the Internet's been fascinating in yeah. terms of, yes, like, it, it is out there. It's on there. Yeah. It is out there. Yeah. There is a light on it, good, yeah. bad, or indifferent. Yeah. It is out there. Yeah. And we have to deal with it. Yeah. Well, we also have to deal with find out what your social media is because yeah. fans oh, need, yes. to need to find yes. out how to, Where to find follow, you. follow you, find out more about low light. Yes. You know, I am, do you, are you a tweeter? Like, do you tweet people I back? Tweet all tweet the time. Okay. I tweet all the time. I tweet all the time. Instagram, Nikki Michaud. Just follow me on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. That's where and I'm all at. Those, okay. Courtney? Um, all over the Twitters and Instagrams at Stuart Starlet. And we're also going to go out with a, a, a movie that uh, we're talking about, you know, changes with African Americans and, and taking on different roles. There's a movie called Dirt that we'll leave you guys with on the way out. Um, it's about a black racer. It stars Dayron Horton. Um, it's Warner Bro- distributed through Warner Brothers Home Video. So if you guys are bored and want to go, you know, rent a red DVD box, or go get a red box, check out this movie. Here's a little preview for you All guys right. as we go out. Got another next generation I was hoping you could take on. You want to put a criminal on my team? You know this ain't go-karts, right, kid? Kids had nothing but bad luck. I got my sister to look after. You need to trust your team. I'm gonna handle it. Oh, you're gonna handle it? Come on, yes! So it just came out on DVD uh, about a week or so ago. So go check that out. You guys, I think you'll enjoy it. I it saw a little good. clip of it. So you can find me at Daryl Christian on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you'll find us next week on This Week. And Nikki, thank you for coming in. Thank you. Check for out Low Life. Yes. When is, it, when is it coming out? Oh, Low Life opens tomorrow, April 6th. It'll be on in theaters and on demand. Go check it out. You got to play us for yes. the weekend. Go see yes. Low Life. Low Life, baby. All right, everybody have a great weekend. Undergaro, Dario Christen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff. We would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBetty. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.